Hey everyone, welcome to episode 10 of The Good, The Bad, and The Nerdy. And for the first time in 10 episodes, I've said the episode number. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's get started. Steve, what have you been watching or playing this last week? Or, well, when's the last time we even saw you? Has it only been two weeks? It seems with, how, with Hawaii and everything. <laughs> yeah, um... No, I yeah, it's been it's been a couple weeks. I wasn't here last week. I was I was here the week before that. Um, right. I was I was still feeling pretty good. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I I got bit by the COVID bug, and you know that that kind of put me out, um, and put me on my couch for a while, which lead, led me into you know kind of what I've been watching, which is uh, a lot of stuff, um, but not paying attention to really any of it. <laughs> uh, the stuff I've been paying attention to here. Uh, for the last week is uh, in preparation for the new season of Ozark that dropped yesterday. I was watching uh, the last season of Ozark. Damn it. Um, I didn't even know that was out. Yeah. Yeah. Out. It, dropped, it dropped Friday. So oh, uh, we're going to start watching it tonight. Um, so yeah. Um, so I, I, I watched that. Um, I watched the final season of a show called Superstore on Hulu. It's uh it's a show about people that work in a big box store and just, you know, if you've ever worked in retail, there's a joke in it for you somewhere in the six seasons that they put out. Uh, and it's a good show. It's uh, you know, it's, it's not super cerebral. It's something we can put on at night and watch when we just want to, you know, when Kathy's cross stitching and I'm working on something on my laptop or something. What, what retail job did you work? I worked at Sam Goody for, Oh, that's right way too long okay so yeah I, I and bookstores and video stores when i was younger you know a lot of stuff every retail job i ever had doesn't exist anymore you couldn't get a job doing what i did yeah you 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 also have some great stories about like meeting charles barkley and whatnot i remember that yeah well what charles barkley mostly was his wife right coming the into uh the paradise valley store and you know, and then stories about from uh, what Scottsdale Fashion Square, where most of the celebrities would come in. So, so yeah. what what else you've got? The big box. Um, I, played, I started playing uh, the Outer Worlds. Um, okay. I'm probably about I don't know. I'm probably about an hour into it. Really hard to focus when you're not feeling well. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I I'm not real deep into it, but but I'm liking it. It's got a real Fallout feel to it. Fallout in space. Yeah, I, I kind of like pegged it for Fallout meets Borderlands. <coughs> yeah, I can see that. So, and uh, that's all I've been playing, really. Um, I just haven't, haven't had the, the focus and concentration to play anything that, you know, there's stuff I want to play that I want to pay attention when I'm playing it, not right. just barrel. Yeah, so. when, when I... Yeah, when I was sick, I was starting to do like a replay through uh, Red Dead Two, and I just okay. didn't have it in me. I was like, uh, "No thanks." Yeah, I downloaded Red Dead One, but I haven't played it yet. And I bought it and downloaded it for my for the Xbox. So that's what I'll probably play this week. Okay, all right. Um, so you may notice we're short a host. Avery is out. He's gonna try and jump in a little bit later um so for me i have been watching 
uh, early in the week, I watched a few more episodes of Cobra Kai. I absolutely love that show. I'm in the beginning of season two still. Such a fantastic show. Me and Kathy have been when when it first came out. Um, not when it first came out, but when it came out on YouTube, uh, YouTube Plus mm-hmm. or YouTube Red or whatever it was. Right. Uh, Kathy and I watched the the first two episodes for free, and then we're like, "Well, we'll buy one more episode." And you know, we got to season two where we're just like, "Buy season two all at once," <laughs> and we just, I mean, we crushed that show in like three days. I think we watched the first two seasons, and then you know, twitched until season three came out. Uh huh. And then we binged the, the most recent season. We watched that in a weekend. Um, yeah, I I, I love it. I freaking the 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 jokes are just so good. <coughs> um, what else? I watched uh, Book of Boba Fett inspired me to watch a different movie this week. Um. I watched SLC Punk. Uh, have you, have oh, you seen this that? A, I, long time ago. I, I <laughs> remember it, but because of the mods, yes. The, I was going to say because of the mods. <laughs> um, and then I watched something. Well, the we'll, we'll talk about Peacemaker and Boba Fett later. Yeah, um, yeah, I was gonna say there's there's a lot I, we can say about Boba Fett and Peacemaker. There was, but there was a I want to say there was something else I watched. No, maybe not. Um, I also yesterday I beat the story mode of Mortal Kombat 11. I th- that that was like the perfect game to like put on while I was like watching a podcast or something. Particularly, yeah. I, I watched on the show Friday Night Tights every Friday, and it's like four or five hours long. So I just turn that game on and play while they're cutting it up. Um, And then last night, I started playing a game that I had been very curious about for a while, near Automata, and yeah. it is nothing like I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be more JRPG-ish. Uh, it kind of has some of those elements with just the, uh, um, like all the items you can get and everything, but that's very minor. Uh, it's, it's like a, so I've only played maybe two hours and it's kind of, it's like an action game and it's got, and, and it's like, uh, like a flight shooter, like, you know, like 1942 type thing that goes on. Um, It's super, like super artistic. I, I put my headphones on because the audio was just so damn good. I wanted to hear everything like, like when you're running through the water and then the music, like the, the, the music is so good. Uh, the, the way that they like, like, so it kind of does, like, you know how sometimes Final Fantasy will, like, change the views as you, like, change scenes or whatever? Yeah, it would, yeah. It, it's it's kind of like that. So sometimes it's kind of side-scrollery, but even but though it's not a platform. Well. What? Oh, it's done amazingly. Like, it is absolute. It's beautiful. It is a beautiful game. Um, It might be really hard for me not to spend the rest of the day playing this game. 
Okay. Like, I'll have to check it out. I know it's I, available I, on Game Pass. If I didn't have to get ready for the show, that's what I would have been doing all morning. Like I, I was trying to get ready for the show as quick as possible so I could maybe get an hour in before we got started. But that didn't work out. So yeah, I I'm I'm really excited about this game. Oh, I also I also uh played some Witcher 2, which the story's definitely building. I am at a part where I'm just getting my ass kicked by uh Letho, if you remember him from the third one. Um you fight him in the second one at least once, possibly more. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's he's just whipping my ass, and it's saved. The automatic save is right before you start fighting him, and so like the previous, sa- I ha- I haven't even looked at the previous save to that because I have no idea how far back that is. Oh, <laughs> I just yeah, don't know if I yeah. want to go through all of that again <laughs> because there was a long. There was a couple long cutscenes before it got to that point. I mean, then you could skip the cutscenes and everything, but still. Um, well, that's half the fun of that game is the cutscenes. And- right. But no, I'm finally getting to a point where the stories are really starting to build. I mean, it already kind of been, but now you're getting more into the thick of it. Um. But yeah, I've I've been having a lot of fun this week. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I also, I just queued up near Automata to download to my Xbox. So. Yes, do it, do it, do it. So another no. thing I did for those of you who uh, maybe haven't noticed, I created a video doing a reaction to the Moon Knight trailer. So let's go ahead and uh, let's talk about some Moon Knight, Steve. Okay, we can talk a little bit about Moonlight. Moon Knight. So, um, I've only watched the trailer once. Uh, to, okay. to so my my opinion on it is very uh, very brief because you know I, I just saw a little bit, but I will tell you this: I'm a big fan of Moon Knight. Like before they announced it, I when I was a kid, I read a handful of the Moon Knight comics. So uh, you should talk about that after the show. Yeah. I might have something for you. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed, you know, the the way they handled the character because he's, he's an interesting character. Um, in the comics, you know, he's he's got a bit of schizophrenia, uh, multiple personalities and stuff going on in his head, voices, um, because, you know, he, he gets his powers from an Egypt, the Egyptian god of chaos. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Is that what was chasing him in that hallway? And then it turned into the old woman. I think so. It's it. So they show a very brief shot side view, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's something Egyptian. The, the of, yeah, it looked like what the God of Chaos looked like in the comic books, but not dead on. Um, okay. So, I, but you know, with this new Marvel Studios, they don't necessarily do things to canon of the comics. They they keep true to the faith of the comic. So, you know, we'll see. I'm, I'm super excited. I'm super excited because, you know, this is, you know, when they came out with Iron Man as being the first uh, MCU superhero, Iron Man is, he's, you know, he's a BC level superhero mm-hmm. before that or that, you know, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't selling a lot of books. No. He, sold, 
he had books throughout time, but he wasn't a major player in the the Marvel yeah. comic universe. Yeah, when they said Iron Man movie, I was like, "What the fuck? Why yeah. him?" <laughs> but then I was honestly, it's because they still owned him. They hadn't sold him off right, during right. the the nineties when they sold off right. Spider Man and the X Men and the Fantastic Four and you know every all the other A level Marvel heroes. They mm-hmm. still had him around. And, you know, Hulk's an A-level Marvel character, but they really didn't own the rights to him either. Um, distribution rights and stuff. They still actually had the rights to the character to use him, but they couldn't put out a Hulk movie, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you well, know... Every they, time they tried it, it was garbage. Right. Well, I, mean, I wouldn't say garbage. garbage but I wouldn't they, say they garbage. Were, Middle they weren't... Yeah. yeah, they were okay. I mean, look... After Spider-Man, No Way Home, probably shouldn't talk about it on any previous Marvel movie because they may get pulled into canon at any moment, and then you, then yeah. you just have to live with it. Spider-Man Nor- 3 is now canon. Nor- Norton Urbana. Norton Urbana. You know, I... Okay, so I like Banna's Hulk. Okay. And I like Norton's I, Bruce Banner. I think I'm the same way. Yeah. Hey. Look who's here. Avery. What's up, guys? Just getting home? Just getting home, uh, about to start cooking, but, you know, I still have to be part of the podcast, so, you know, our audience will get a special uh, special showing of how I throw down in the kitchen. <laughs> or not throw down. Who knows? <laughs> Welcome to Binging with Avery. Uh, exactly. He'll be cooking, yeah. he'll be cooking uh, food from Moon Knight. Yeah, see, there you go. Oh, you know what? That could be a thing, you know. Some Egyptian dishes. There, there's actually a guy called Binging right. with Babbage. He's got a YouTube yeah. channel. It's huge. His, his real name is Andrew Ray. I've got his cookbooks. And uh, he uh, he does that. He cooks he cooks TV and movie accurate food. Mm-hmm. Um, and he makes it exactly like they explained it in the show. A lot of times for very disastrous results. And then... Then he remakes it to try and make uh-huh. it actually, you know, taste good and and be something that you would want to eat. Do you know if he ever uh, did the stuff from Chef? Uh, I, he actually, so yes, he's actually had John Favreau on his show. Oh, okay. He actually has uh, the tattoo of right. I think it's right here of the, the the no, not the knife, the the pasta fork. Oh, okay. And John Favreau actually gave him the pasta fork from the from the movie. Okay, that's cool. So, if you guys ever get a chance, watch his shows. They're, they're, the early ones are especially funny because he's in his apartment. And Yeah, uh, I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you hanging out or what's 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 the plan, Avery? I can't so, hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, so hanging out, I will be on mute for the most part until you okay. guys actually need me to talk. But I okay. definitely still want to show face. Make sure we still have, you know, power of three. And then I will have my camera set on the kitchen. Okay. On, on the stove. So, you know, y'all can we can talk. Y'all can talk about Moon Knight. I'll pitch in every once in a while. Critique my food. Let well, the audience know that I can cook. <laughs> well, let's get your... Did you did you see the trailer? I did not. Let's Yeah, let's watch the trailer. Oh, well, I, I don't have the trailer pulled up. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, you're just going to have to go watch my video that I did on it the other day. 
I gotta watch things. <laughs> it's it's now, like have you ever read any of the like Moon Knight comics? I have yeah, I've read some Moon Knight comics. Yeah. Okay. And then well, also you know and then to my, Yeah, I mean my introduction to Moon Knight actually came from playing Marvel Alliance. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Movie, or movie of the game. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, it gives you a yeah. good introduction to his powers. Th- those unfortunately don't give you any backstory as to why a hero is a where they got their powers or anything, but yeah, that's he was one of my favorite characters in Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, I love playing in Ultimate Alliance, which, I mean, pretty cool segue. I mean, I feel like we need another Marvel Ultimate Alliance game. I know they had the third one that was on the Switch that was like a hit or miss, but like I would love to see another Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, I've, I have played the, the one on the Switch, and it's, it's, it's as much fun, I think, as the other two. I just wish it would have been available on, on a console that I'd owned sooner. That's cool. Well, in that case, because I've been, I've actually been on the fence about getting the third one, but because I have the Switch. But yeah, since you said it was good, I'll probably I'll pick it up. I enjoyed it, but you know, it's it's you know, it's one of those hack and slash like Diablo games. So they're yeah. they're fun to play because you know there's not a whole lot of strategy. It's more of just you know going through and building up your favorite superhero and just smashing. Stuff. Right. For sure. So, since we're talking about games. Um, one quick thing about the switch. Do either of you guys subscribe to their online service? I actually uh, do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I haven't, I, I used to, I got like a free year back when I first bought the switch, they were doing some special, um, mm-hmm. that has since expired and I really don't care because it was kind of crap. Um, but I might be picking it up. I think next month because they announced the Majora's mask will be available for online. Oh, so that will put everything up. We just lost Avery. (laughs) But so adding Majora's Mask to the Switch, it's like online library thing now has every single Zelda 3D game on the Switch. That's that. I mean, I'll be be honest, you know, they they have a ton of the old Xbox or not the old Nintendo um, games. Right. And actually some of the old uh, Sega games, I think are on there too. Uh, I, I did a night with a friend of mine a while back where we played like, you know, double dragon and, mm-hmm. and street fight and all kinds so, of weird games. Avery, I was just saying that uh, Nintendo announced next month, they're adding Majora's mask to the, the online catalog that they have that you can play when you subscribe to that. So that now puts every 3D Zelda game available on the Switch. Like That's Twilight dope. Princess, uh, freaking Majora's Mask, well, the Ocarina of Time, um, mm-hmm. Wind Waker's on there already. Wind Waker was probably my least favorite. Yeah. Because now they did the, the whole... For the Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, is it the updated one or is it the N64 old school one? So... I never played. I had. I. I didn't play the the Ocarina of Time on the Switch. I'm guessing it's whatever version of the that that's on there. So probably N64. It's probably it's probably not a remaster or anything. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um. All I know is I've been watching someone play Majora's Mask because I've I've only played like the first hour of it, Mm -hmm. maybe the first hour, and I I keep hearing. So Ocarina of Time has been my favorite forever, and now I'm hearing people say that Majora's Mask is actually better. Than Ocarina of Time. Yeah, you know, I, I, I've heard that too. And I don't know, like, I just, maybe it's just the fact that 
Ocarina of Time was just something I played hours and hours and was just something I pretty much got me into Zelda. Like I did play the old school one, you know, on the Game Boy, but the Ocarina of Time pretty much was my introduction to Zelda to link to that universe. And Same like that. And yeah, so like even when Majora's Mask, like it was good, but I don't know, it was I don't know, it, it just felt stressful, right? Because you're on a you're on a time you're on a time limit. Um and it just didn't I don't know, I felt like I couldn't really enjoy and experience, you know, the world of Hyrule like I did in Ocarina of Time. Just despite though that Ocarina of Time has one of the worst levels in existence, which is the water level, but that's right. whatever it's fine. <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm probably I, there's just not enough time. There's just not <laughs> enough time to play all these games I want to play. It's um, very very true. I feel you. Like I'll have to I'll have to tell you later about the game I started playing last night. We already talked about Ooh. it, but Ooh, um, okay. Yeah. Wait, was it did you was it what you said on the chat? Yeah, I said it last night. What the oh, game was near, the, the near, near automata. Near automata. It's free on Game Pass. Just download it. Just go. Just go download it right now. That way. You I mean, I, I mean, I have it. I played it and finished it twice. So. Oh, oh, you finished it. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? I loved it. Um, it has a heck of a learning curve as far as you know difficulty is concerned. You know, gameplay wise. Um, but I loved the creativity behind it. I love that it was. It was new you know it kind of it blended really well with like that like hey this is a hack and slash but also we're gonna switch it up and now it's a 2d platformer or now it's a a uh, space invaders type shit like there's yeah. like the hacking modes right that the hack that the hacking thing was oh i haven't even really done that fun yet and engaging Ooh, oh yeah all right well i won't spoil that like because yeah once you get you to a certain section you start getting into hacking and things like that and it, it turns into a mini game. And like one thing I praise a lot of games for is, you know, their games within games. Um, Near Tournament does a really good job with their mini games and keeping it engaging, but also challenging and fun. It's a really mm-hmm. good combination. Um, but yeah, it definitely, it's crazy because, you know, the, 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 the jump between when you first start the game to as you continue on, like it jumps you right into like, hey, this is what the game's offer is going to be hard as fuck. You know, like it's gonna be challenging, but it's doable, right? Like mm-hmm. it's gonna be. You might die a few times. You might have to learn some some um, some patterns, but you'll get the hang of it. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I had a blast playing it for a couple hours last night. That's all I want to mm-hmm. do today. I don't know. Um, I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah. So. So let's move on um, to the big gaming news of the week do it i'm gonna i'm a mute and i'm gonna set myself up for cooking and then i'll talk whatever <laughs> sounds good so microsoft bought activision and blizzard well activision blizzard but one um, company yeah right uh 70 something billion dollars i believe yeah and uh, I, from what I heard, they're not expecting the deal to close until 2024. So definitely no big changes coming up for a while. Right, right. And and even with big companies like this, it takes a while for them to even merge anything together and, and move forward. And they're still waiting for, you know, the, the 
it's got to be approved. The SEC has got to approve the merger. Right. And, and so there's a lot of people out there saying that this is going to make a monopoly like all the PlayStation fanboys. And I'm like, no, no, it doesn't. Not even close. Like, like there, it's there's there's no monopoly happening here. But yeah. what I would say, and this kind of goes to a rumor you might have told me about earlier. Uh, I would like to talk about do gaming exclusives actually help? Oh, well, they definitely help. So we know that the PlayStation 4, I believe, is the first console Sony ever sold for at a profit, which was a whole $50 a console, which I mean, okay, they they sold millions of them. So, I mean, that's making some money. But Xbox has been selling at a loss for a while. Um, so what purpose would it serve to having Call of Duty, Diablo, Overwatch? What purpose would it serve to only have that on your platform that you're not um, making any money off of when they buy the console? <laughs> Now you've got now you've got the Game Pass, and which people have to sign up for, and so I mean you could include these in Game Pass or whatever, which I'm I'm sure that's exactly what they plan to do. But why not still sell the discs, and even and even you know you can download them from the PlayStation Store or whatever. Why not let Why not let Sony have them as well? Well, I mean in in a normal world, it, it's driving customers to your product. But why so do you, you care if you're not making? But if you're not making any money off of that, what does it matter? Right, but they do make money off of it because so when when Activision say before the Microsoft purchase, when Activision Blizzard wants to create a game for the PlayStation platform, they pay PlayStation a licensing fee to be allowed to make a game for that platform, um, and vice versa. The same thing. They paid Xbox and Microsoft for a a licensing fee. Well, no, so, okay, right. So, so that's that's retarded. Like, <laughs> well, that's that's how consoles were able to to be at a, sold at a loss and recoup their money. Right. Um, so, flat and peripherals. You know, your your con your your controller. This is not a fifty dollars worth of product. It's about seven dollars worth of product. So most of this is profit. Right. No, the, the and, and that makes sense. Sure, that the controllers, sure, fine with that. Um, and who so, doesn't buy a second controller or a third or fourth? It, well, exactly. And, and I mean, shit. Eventually, you just have to buy it. Even if you only have one, you're going to have to buy another one eventually because those things yeah. just die. They just die. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I got my Switch, I bought I bought the the Joy Con, an extra set of Joy Cons, and two of these for my Switch just to have them. For anyone who is listening to this on the podcast, I strongly recommend you come check out this video because we've got Avery cooking and uh, there's just, uh, it's just awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is, this is <laughs> so the licensing, paying Sony to license your stuff. I know a very little bit about this kind of thing. And the reason why is because I was looking at doing app development and stuff. And you know, there's a $300, I think it's 300, shit, this was years ago, 
back in the day, it was a $300 licensing fee to put your app on the iPhone a year. Google Android Play Store is free. Like, and, and, and Android itself is free. The operating system. Uh, I mean, I doubt no one's really paying for the iOS operating system. They're paying for the phone, but you know what I mean? Um, why have the licensing fees? Like, wouldn't you want as many people on your platform as possible? Well, yeah, you would want as many people as possible, but you know, so, but the licensing fees allows them to recoup their money. Um, but going back to, to your original question, so now we live in an age where, you know, I can't get my hands on an Xbox. I mean, it's becoming a little bit easier, but you got or not an Xbox. Can't get my hand on a PlayStation 5. It's coming a little bit easier, but now I'm, I'm less interested because I've got the Xbox and I'm not playing it a whole lot yet either. Um, plus, there there's no PS5 games out that I absolutely have to play just yet. Um. I forgot I was sharing this. I was just wanted to see if uh, Steam has a licensing fee. Oh, yeah. I don't think uh, they do. So, you know, I I think exclusives, I, I think they hurt the community on a whole now. Um, but they, they will allow, you know, Obviously, you know, if you develop a game, if you develop uh, Call of Duty and you can only play that on Xbox, that is going to drive a significant number of people to your platform and to your online service and to your peripherals. Yeah, I mean, so everything that makes you money. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to make money on the console, but you're going to make money on the controllers. You're going to make money on whatever also another thing about that sony place that sony licensing fee is one that's a business write-off and two you're going to sell way more games right that's going to way over make up whatever that cost is and a lot of times with exclusives other than ip exclusives you know like you know third third party exclusives like for the longest time call of duty and and those were third-party exclusives. So a lot of times with them, they were only had an exclu exclusivity window. So for the first 365 days, Call right. of Duty was available on the PlayStation platform. Or like and you'd be after able to get that, extra crap on Call of Duty with the PlayStation than you would right. that you couldn't get on the Xbox. Like yeah, right. Or exclusive levels. That was a big thing with uh, um, Lucas Arts with their, their video games was okay. they were available on all the systems, but if you got the PlayStation version, you got this, you know, a skin or something for your right. Jedi Starfighter, um, which didn't affect the game really at all. But you right. know, some people, you know, that kind of stuff's important to them, i.e. why Rockstar makes millions and millions of dollars a year off of a game that they released nearly 10 years ago. Fortnite. That's the only thing Fortnite makes money on is just selling. Right. Games. Well, yeah. I mean, Fortnite. <laughs> the game that I actually never ever played is Fortnite. But yeah, you're right. Its entire model is selling skins, selling pixels. Yeah. Like not even pixels, the bits, ones and zeros. 
<coughs> which heading into the metaverse is actually looking to be a pretty sound business model. Yeah, I, I, I've heard a little bit about that. Not ready to get into it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll have to send you this video. Let's watch it. I already bought my house in the metaverse. So. Oh, okay. Well, this this one was about racehorses. <laughs> okay. Yeah, send it to me. I'll check it out. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I I I don't like I one. Okay, so there's a part of me that doesn't give a shit about exclusives. Uh, because, uh, well, one, I don't do the console thing anymore. And two, I don't have enough time to play the games I want to play, you know, like now, now last week there was that Wolverine announcement and that's a PlayStation exclusive. It is. Yeah. And I would contemplate, I was telling Avery last week, I was like, I would contemplate Picking, spending, buying the cheap PlayStation 5 if it's available at that time, which possible because who knows how long it's going to actually take to make that game. Right. Um, and then play the game and then just turn around and sell it. Like, whatever. I mean, yeah, that's a possibility. Um, I, I tend to hang on to my consoles. I have almost all of them in the closet right now. Going all the way back to my Atari 2600 with the wood paneling. So, yeah, it would change. So the only way I would keep, so the only way I would even buy the PlayStation Five for the Wolverine game is if the rumor of it being rated M is true, um, because that would have to be done. Um, and then the only way I would keep the PlayStation Five is if there was something else badass coming out, like maybe if I could go and pick up like a used copy of the new God of War, um, like maybe play it for that, maybe keep it for that. Uh, I just once I pick it up, yeah, there's plenty of content coming out that I want to own a PlayStation 5 for, so I will own a PlayStation 5 at some point, right? Have to because I want to play the new God of War, I want to play the new Spider Man 2. Um, I was holding off on playing Miles Morales until uh, I got a five, but I'll probably just pick it up for my four and play it just because it, it was it was a good game. Um, the, the original Spider-Man and the Miles Morales expansion will probably still be a good game. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not too worried about the Spider-Man one. And then also God of War, like God of War just came out to PC last week or two weeks ago now. Oh, yeah. Um, so, and, and then... The, the last one or... Yeah, yeah. Okay. The most recent one. And the, like a few months ago, Horizon Zero Dawn came out on PC and that's actually what I beat it on. I beat it on PC. I never, I, I played it. I played a whole lot of it on the PlayStation Four, but I never beat it. Um, so like, uh, and then there's rumors of more PlayStation games coming to PC. The one that I know, the one that I miss right now, is Ratchet and Clank. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I loved that first one, and I, I never really played any of the sequels, but the one on the PlayStation Five looks gorgeous. Um. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I uh, I don't I don't think I'll get one just because I have so many freaking video games and and that I haven't touched. Oh, the and, backlog is real. Yeah, and and uh, I like keeping my money. <laughs> uh, so that. So what do you think? What do you think of this Xbox thing? Do you think 
what do you think happens? Do you think if they move it all exclusive, they'll be able to get World of Warcraft on their console? Oh, definitely, definitely. And, and that's something that they've been pushing to try and do, and people have pushed them to try and do for a long time, because it opens it up to a whole new audience of people to play. Um, and not me. I, I will never go back to those dark days again. But Do you think we get a second one? Um, because, because Microsoft... It, it all depends on who's pulling the shots, you know. Um, if Microsoft is pulling the shots, I think you definitely see a new a new platform appear, and you get a new World of Warcraft too. Um, do I think that they'll go exclusive with everything? The there's a rumor that the CEO, the current CEO of Microsoft Gaming, does not want Call of Duty to become an exclusive. He wants it to be available on PlayStation and on computers and on on any system that it can be on. Um, so we'll see. I imagine we see StarCraft become an exclusive. Uh, Diablo, probably an exclusive. Overwatch, I think it's multi-platform now. It is. So it might stay that way um, because Overwatch is another one of those um, pay-to-play pay to games where, you know, they're not pay-to-play, but uh, pay-to look different games yeah 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 um so i see that saying uh i i see candy crush on here i didn't even know that activision owned king and candy crush i think um, they bought it i'm not sure yeah. on that but i think they might have bought it mm, so that you know do i see that becoming an exclusive that's a that's a mobile game it if they put it out on on microsoft system and only on that I don't see them taking it off of the mobile platform and I don't see it being a game that matters much. I don't Yeah. I don't see PlayStation four players really caring about candy crush or PlayStation players. <laughs> about candy crush. I believe you could play it on the PC. Really? I think so. It's not like I've looked into it, but I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I mean, look, that's, that's just a game for getting people to spend money. That's the whole yeah. point of that game. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, so it's Grand Theft Auto, but we won't go there. Right, We've but you don't, have, you don't have you don't well. I'm, I mean, you don't have to with Candy Crush either. But if you really want to play a game, why would you play that one? Right, right. <laughs> it, it'll be interesting to see what happens if they approve it. Um, I'll be honest <coughs> with them owning, um, uh, you know, Bethesda and Zen Gaming, and now this. If it goes through. I see Microsoft and the Xbox platform as being the dominant platform for this generation. Um, it also doesn't hurt that you can go into a store and buy some version of the Xbox platform right now. Um, whereas you literally can't buy any version mm -hmm. of the PlayStation right. platform right. anywhere unless you, you pay to be part of a subscription service you know, I, I believe, you know, Best Buy transitioned to where if you, you spend 200 bucks and join their their subscription service for technical support, they'll give you the opportunity to buy a PlayStation 5 for regular price, um, which means that you're you just raised the price of the gaming system by 200 bucks. Not interested. Mm -hmm. um, Newegg is doing you sent out a couple of those emails where Newegg is doing contests or something to win. The yeah. chance like you enter to win a chance to buy a PlayStation 5. 
weird to me. Um, I signed up for Sony Direct to see if, I, you know. I think it's a smart idea to try and get around bots. Yeah. The, everything they're doing is to try and get around bots. But it's still not helping to get the, the consoles into users' hands. No. Um, I did have the opportunity in the darkest days of COVID for me. Um, <laughs> I did manage to get a uh, uh, a PlayStation 5 into my cart. But I felt so bad. I didn't have the energy to get up and walk to my bedroom to get my credit card out. Card. To punch oh, in the my God. So by the time I got up, that, it timed out and it was over. You, you, should, you should have hit me up. I would have given you my number. Fuck it. Ah, well. <laughs> you would have been good for it. I was just laying there and I was just miserable and I was like, oh, I'll get to it. And I fell asleep. And when I woke up later, you know, it was still there. So I, I, I got up and got in there. And when I put in my information, it had timed out. They released uh -huh. it. Damn. It's no big deal. But uh, it figures. It, it, the yeah. luck of the draw there is, you know. It'll come across again. So bittersweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super bittersweet. You were so close, bro. So close. And I couldn't even, my wife was working, so I couldn't call her to come get it for me. So, Hey, if I see those, do you want me to try and pull one for you too? Um, no. Okay. No. You know, I'll get it when I get it. Like, okay. like I've said before, right now, there's no absolute game out there that I need to have it for. Once right. we start being, so, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn and some of those others that, that I can only play on it, then I'll, then I'll, then I'll probably get serious and start looking at all my options. That, that brings up the final point that I wanted to make in this conversation. There, there's a big joke going on around right now where like PlayStation five is outselling the Xbox and you were just saying you could still go on, you could find Xbox, the new Xboxes, mm -hmm. but PlayStation five is out, has sold millions more than the new Xbox and you yeah. can't find them anywhere. And now the joke is, is that there's all these PlayStation fives out there and everyone's mm -hmm. still waiting for the first PlayStation five game. What's that? Is there not an exclusive PS5 game right now? Uh, so there's there's one that I know of, and that's the newest yeah. Ratchet and Clank. But I mean, that's Godfall. not like Godfall. Oh yeah, Godfall. Was Godfall was another Godfall. one, and uh, I heard horrendous things about that. I heard that it looked beautiful, but that it was not. You know. Yeah, it so it looks it looks really neat. Um, like like the graphics look really good. But the, <laughs> the gameplay and the story just falls completely apart from what I understand. I, I hear the story is just nonsense. But yeah, no, that's interesting. Uh, I, I the, the game. What's I mean, that? It'll, it'll be yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting to see like what like how you guys were saying. Um, darn, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. Activision. I was going Activision. Yes, I mean, that purchase, and, and the fact that, like, they, I mean, they spent so much, and then it's starting to become a monopoly, you know, like, having just all these platforms come together, and then it's one of those, what's going to, what's going to happen to the bottom dollar, right? Like, you guys were saying, you know, 
you have all these games that's accessible for PC and consoles. I guess people are people going to buy consoles anymore if everything's available to PC, which would be cheaper. Well, so the future is your console is just going to be an app that you install on your smart TV and you're just going to stream the games. That's the future. That's yeah. exactly what, yeah, that's what it's going to be. I hate that it's, future. Yeah. I, I hate that future too, but it's definitely, I mean, pretty at this point, like the consoles are just media, like they're just huge media boxes, right? You know, like they, you know, you pretty much just down, like, you know, when you buy a game, you're downloading it anyway. When you purchase an app or you have HBO or whatever, it's just, there are all these applications now. I did a video on cloud gaming months and months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, everyone should go watch that. That's on my personal channel, Static 2020. You keep it's, making uh, me want to watch, watch things. I don't want to watch things. <laughs> <laughs> so I would do this podcast so I don't have to watch things. <laughs> <laughs> but you do have to watch things. No, I, I do. No, I, yeah, I do got to watch things. Yes. So mainly my point was on, on that video was uh i was an early adopter in the cloud gaming sphere sphere with uh was that called on live oh and it was on, awesome oh, on live. Yeah, and then someone bought them and closed up shop and so i lost everything now i didn't spend oh. a whole lot of money because they had smoke and sales all the time and i just buy stuff on sale and I was able to play these games on my shitty laptop. And it was it was wonderful. It was really good. Like, the, like there was no latency. Like, everything worked great. And then I even got their little console thing, which was just... All it was was an HDMI port out with an Ethernet connection. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even do that. I used the Wi-Fi, and it worked perfect. Uh, shit, it might have just been a Raspberry Pi, which is their software on it. That, how simple the little console yeah. was. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it was great. Someone they 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 weren't making many sales because I don't know, probably bad marketing or something. And so they ended up right. having to sell off. And whoever bought them, I can't remember who. I'm on, I want to say Facebook, but I don't think that's right. Uh, just closed them down. Just said, yeah, no more. <laughs> well, I mean, there are other options out there. Stadia um, is still out there as, as an option for right, cloud but, games. Right, but who's going who's, who's gonna to use Stadia, though? Come on, guys, Stadia. We ain't going to use Stadia. Well, so Stadia, everyone thought Stadia was going to be like the Netflix of video it's, games, kind of like Game it, Pass and yeah. stuff. But right, it's supposed to be the next revolutionary thing. Right. They had to pay monthly for Stadia and then buy the games. Dum, yeah. dum, 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 dum. Super dumb. It defeats the whole yeah. purpose. Like I still, I still remember that announcement at E3 when Google comes like, yeah, we got Stadia, a cloud game-based game. It's going to change the whole world. You know, no longer you're going to need like who needs Steam these days and all that. And then it came out and was all like, nah, bro. And then if I remember, like the games were broken. Yeah, they were broken. They, yeah, yeah they, the, the fact it didn't, yeah, it didn't translate very well uh, as far as um, you know integrating into the cloud-based gaming that Google had. You know, the streaming as far as streaming the games was really slow and laggy. Like it was just a mess. Yeah. And yeah. I, and then you've also got the NVIDIA GTX stream thing, whatever they call it. Yeah. Um, where you can use their computers to play the games. Um, I don't know all the details. I don't even know if, I, I don't know if that's still in beta or not. I think I even, ha- if it is still in beta, I think I have access to it. 
I never bothered mm-hmm. with it. Um, but yeah, I'm. I don't know. I I don't like the idea of cloud gaming. We've had this conversation, and Stephen is absolutely correct. It's the future, and there's not a damn thing I can do about it. Nope, uh, it's it's coming. So you know, <laughs> it has so to be embraced I, because yeah. And, I mean, and it's like, funny. It's funny because like for the longest, I didn't even want game pass. Like as far as like, oh, you know, I have a, a, a you know buy a service-based game service where you know you get access to a million unlimited games whatever the case may be and like on the longest i was like no i'll never do that like i'm gonna just buy my games so i know that they're mine but then i had to i had a realization of myself i was like even the games that i'm buying right now aren't mine like i'm they're still digitally they're still digitally owned you know bought and if the server for whatever case may go out my games are gone you know and that's literally when I got the realization, like, well, Game Pass is the same thing. It's just like I'm paying for a service where I can have access to a million games. I download it, and then when I'm done, I get it all. You know, it's whatever the case may be. Well, and, and they even, Game Pass is even, um, no, I mean, they, they have every right to do this, and it isn't a bad, I don't think it's a bad thing, but you could start playing a game and then right. say, you know, life happens, right? and you don't get back to the game in three months, so the game might not even be it's on gone. Game Pass. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, so you guys remember I was playing Avengers there for a while. It uh-huh. is a, uh, it is a game that has, it's like a campaign that you can play all by yourself, but the end game content is all, you, you play with other players. Hmm. I've never played any of that because whenever I've logged on and tried to do it, it couldn't find any other users <laughs> to play the specific, wow. the specific one that I wanted to play. Oh, okay. So now, was that because you were in Game Pass and they just could not find, I guess, other players, or is the fact that the player base is still just really low? I think the player base has diminished because it's an older game. Right, Um, right. I don't think there are players out there for me to play with, and and that's fine because you know Mm -hmm. I didn't pay anything for the game. But had I paid for the game, it would be upsetting to me that you know. Super upsetting, yeah. Like I'll be very upset about that. Yeah. Which I guess the and I mean that right, that's a good thing about these services like with Game Pass and I think Play yeah, PlayStation Now, whatever, is like, you know, you get these abilities to play these games and not be completely um sold on it in case, you know, like, hey, I can't especially for multiplayer games. That's I think that's like the main key for these is like, you know, because again, the lifeline for multiplayer games are super short. And if you were to spend like sixty, eighty, a hundred dollars, whatever, and then all of a sudden the player base isn't there anymore. You just wasted, you know, a hundred dollars. Now, you know, exactly, exactly. I keep hearing that beeping, and I think it's coming from my kitchen. I'm like, who's playing Sorry. with my air fryer? I'm playing. I'm playing with my air fryer. I'm air fryer some things up. <laughs> I have a I have a question for you, Avery. Yeah, is that turkey bacon? It is. All right, I'm kicking you up the stream. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is uh, turkey, bacon, and chicken sauces. Come on, you know me. You know me. I cannot eat pork or beef. <laughs> chicken sausage is good. I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not with you on the turkey bacon. And you My know that's fair. Bacon, bacon. That's fair. That's fair. But you know, so usually what I do with my turkey bacon, and I'll probably do it while I'm streaming it. It's to kind of spice it up just a bit because, yeah, turkey. We all know turkey bacon is just—it's not real bacon, and it never will be. But um, I try to sweeten it up a bit. I put like a little of brown sugar and a little bit of uh, 
some um, basil, and it's some pretty good, tasty bacon, like little candy bacon. You know what my favorite uh, way to cook bacon like the is? Meat, the meat candy from uh, the Beer Research Institute. Exactly. <laughs> you know my favorite way to cook bacon? The Foreman Grill. Oh, George. Oh. Foreman oh, Grill okay. is king at cooking bacon. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Just, just a tip. Just, just a tip. <laughs> All right. So we are almost an hour in, and we still have two different shows to talk about. To talk about. So I think we'll keep this Peacemaker one relatively short. Uh, let me pull. That's that up easy. Here. We've only got we've only got four episodes really to talk about on it, and it's. Uh, yeah, and I honestly don't have a whole lot to say about it. Well, I mean, the best part of the show you're showing right here, the opening sequence. This is the worst fucking part of the show. <laughs> no, no, no. It's the, best. the best part. This is just, it's amazing. Isn't it? I actually have not started watching it yet, but so it'll be one of those where you guys are talking about Bubba Fett. I'm just sitting here like, oh, that's interesting. But I did watch the latest episode of Bubba Fett, so I did do that. So this, cool. so they do this opening opening credits scene and it's okay. it's intentional cringe hmm. to the point that it's back to being cringe okay for me okay uh at least that's what i saw it as i i i can't stand it every every james gunn piece has a uh a dance montage in it really okay. put the dance montage into this they put it in the opening sequence. Okay. That's okay. So he, he's got a thing. That's fine. I I wasn't a fan of this one. Uh, Baby Groot wins. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to talk James Gunn dance sequences. Shut the door. Uh, same as uh, and uh, Star-Lord at the end of the first Guardians. That I mean, sequence wins they're, too. they're all good. You're right. This is cringy, but I mean, and I get it. It's my, cringe on purpose. It's my favorite part of the show, to be honest. So Avery, now you've got to go watch it. Now I do. Yes, I do. Got to go watch it. So the first episode is very big on uh, what's the word? The first five minutes is pretty much all about uh, identity. Like, mm -hmm. it's it, it definitely put a sour taste in my mouth because it's all about uh -huh. what kind of person you are and not who you are. Uh, like, yeah. So, and then the jokes. I felt the pacing of the jokes, particularly in the beginning of the first episode. Uh -huh. was just too fast. Interesting. Uh, calm down. Like, <laughs> calm down. Calm down. Calm down now. I think I only laughed twice. I can only uh -huh. remember laughing twice in the first episode. Well, actually, I can only remember. I know I laughed twice. I don't remember what the second one was. The first time was when the eagle dropped the ferret or the possum or whatever it was. I thought that, that was, was freaking awesome. hilarious for some reason. That was pretty awesome, yeah. Um, that sounds interesting. Yeah. yeah, you have to watch it. Because <laughs> the eagle's cool. I like the eagle. It's super corny. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but the eagle Avery. might the eagle might be the best if, part of the show. Yeah, Avery, me. if you can guess, the eagle belongs to Peacemaker. Can you guess what his name is? Um, eagle. Close. Close. Eagly. Eagly. Oh my god. Yep, that's his best friend. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And great CGI on the eagle, by the way. Well, that's good. Yeah, it is pretty good. Now are they trained an eagle to do some amazing stuff. It doesn't. So the reason why it's good is because it doesn't look too much like a puppet. Right. Okay. Well, it's not a puppet. It's a real. It's a CGI creation. I think in almost entirely. Right, but sometimes, like especially with animals, they can look puppety. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, depending on yeah, on the animation that they use. Um, here's what I'm liking about it: they've taken a character who was, I mean, he was a major character in the in the Suicide Squad movie, mm-hmm. but yeah. I mean, we are talking. I mean, earlier we were talking about you know MCU A, B, C, D characters. This is like a double Z character that, you know, the last time he was even remotely relevant, I think, was in the 70s. Okay. They brought him into the future, and they've given him, you know, kind of a story, and they've actually made a character played by John Cena be somewhat interesting. My wife loves this show. She thinks it's the best superhero show she's, she's ever watched. Okay, let me. Best superhero show she's ever watched. Has she watched Doom Patrol? No, no. Getting her to watch some of those is is, is hard. Okay, I haven't even watched all of Doom she, Patrol. She might. I haven't watched all of it either. But she might like Doom Patrol just because you know Brendan Fraser is a thing. Yeah, that's a possibility. Um, I like Doom Patrol more than this, but that's also because I'm more into the darker stuff. Hmm. Um. This also has too much current day bullshit going on for me. Uh, I don't want to hear about the things that they're talking about on their side conversations. Just give me the story. Mm. I, uh, everything is about racism and sexism these days. I don't give a shit. Well, I'm that's not... because everything nowadays is about <clears throat> racism and sexism and cancel culture. and. Yeah, let's stop doing that. This is supposed to... I'm supposed to be able to get into this TV show and be like I'm a part of it, and now you're just blaring new shit at me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. We're enjoying it. We're going to continue to watch it. Um, I want to see where it plays out with the with the, the main storyline. All the side storylines, eh? We'll see. But the main storyline, I'm interested in. And then Robert Pattinson's storyline is kind of interesting. Or not Robert Pattinson. Robert I was going to say, what the hell are you talking about? That's yeah, I was like, what? Oh, okay. Robert I was Patrick. Like, what? I was uh, like, that makes more sense. I was paying more attention than that. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the end of the fourth episode has me curious about the fifth one, I guess. I, I, I really want to know more about these butterflies, especially after mm-hmm. right before they shot that dude. Um, Or who was it that they shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They shot that little green guy. Little, like, you don't know what the butterflies are. Jujitsu kid. Hmm. Yeah. Um, the blonde's hot. Who 
He's so far down on the list of DC superheroes and villains. They don't even have a letter yet for him. Wait, what? That, that, you ever bring one of those over? Yeah. No, of course not. I'm not. <laughs> no. Because he talked about my turkey bacon, so now you guys don't get any food. Apparently, this is the food episode because my wife made banana nut muffins from scratch this morning. There you go. Is she going to bring me one of those? <laughs> if you want to come over and get one. <laughs> All right. All right, so that was Peacemaker. Now, and hey, we managed to do that in under 10 minutes. Good job, guys. So let's move on to the Book of Boba Fett. What was this episode called? Uh, it's, uh, partnering up with uh, Fennec. 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 What's your last name? Fen. Fennec. Fennec Shan. Thank you. I was like, tell me all guys. Was that what it was called? Yeah, it was like partnering up with Phoenix thing. So, let me pull my notes here. It was called this... The Gathering Storm. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, okay. That storm. makes sense. Wait, did I miss an episode then? What's that? No, that was the one where he you, you get to see him partnering with Fennec. Where he, uh, oh, okay. I yeah. just called it in my head. Okay, that makes sense. We spend the first 33 minutes of this episode in a flashback. And mm -hmm. these flashbacks are getting a little confusing now that I think about it. Because the flashback oh, in episode yeah. 3 where he goes and visits the Pikes. Oh, okay. So I guess this flash... So we are generally moving our way forward. We are. Right we are. To when he actually takes the throne. But right. Because we actually uh, we even, uh, saw, we even yeah. saw him do that. They they added that where he shoots Bid Fortuna. Fortuna. And right. sits on the throne. Um, Towards the end of the flashback. So maybe we're almost there. Right. So this is 33 minutes and 17 seconds. This flashback. Um, we get to, he, he's, he's scoping out. Jabba's old palace looking for a ship. Right. Trying to get a ship back. And one night he sees a ship crash. And he goes no. and he checks it out. No, he sees the flares. Yeah, he sees the flares. Right. So there was two right. There there was two of them. That's that's okay. That's why I was kind of confused. I was like, was there a second ship? Go back. Yeah, like if you was... go back and watch Man the Mandalorian, that, that episode, that's when they're shooting the flares to blind the sniper, Fennec Shand. Well, oh, they can okay. get closer to her. So they shoot the flares up, they blind her, and they move. Mm -hmm. That's what he sees is the flares that draws his attention to it. By okay. the time he gets there, Man Mandalorian has left along with that right. the kid the, that betrays um, him. Right, right. Yeah. So... He goes and he gets Boba Fett. I mean, Boba Fett goes and he finds Fennec dying. Takes her to go get fixed up at a mod shop. Turns Mark, her into yeah. uh, <laughs> Fennec Freakio. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I liked them filling in this this plot point. I did feel like the, the amount of time they spent on the surgery in the mod shop, way too mm -hmm. long. I was, I was did, bored with yeah. it. It needed to be, you know, a five or six second shot of him starting and then and then finishing. 
Yeah, it was. It did drag way did too it. long, didn't it? Surgeries didn't take time. You don't. You don't. I mean, and obviously, surgeries where you're replacing the innards with robotic parts take time. But it really quickly, and then you could have went into their joke of, you know, are you going to cover that up? Why would I cover up that beautiful machinery? Right. So I just remembered earlier this week where I had heard Fennec from before, Hmm. besides the fox. Remember this guy? I don't. What? Who? I do. I don't remember him. That's Fennec from the Hunger Games. Oh. Anyway, you paid more attention to the the half naked men in Hunger Games than I did, I guess, Chris. Yes. yes. Yeah, I was about to say, Chris. I think you're on your you're on your own on that one. But I'm sorry. Not my fault. He's half naked through the whole fucking thing. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't mean you have to look at him though. <laughs> Or remember him. That or was the remember first... him, yeah. He was an integral part to the second the second or third film. What are you talking about? <laughs> and actually I read the books. Well, I need to really rewatch that film then. Yeah. Um yeah, he I, actually I the remember last... Jennifer Lawrence, that's it. Well, yeah, I don't oh, I remember her too. Uh but uh the yeah, the third one, he's in on it all. Like You'll have to go back and watch that. Which actually, they just announced that they're coming out with the re-releasing them on 4K. Yeah. They'll probably re-release everything on 4K. So, time. so we get this meeting. She, Fennec, Fennec Shand comes to. Mm-hmm. She's all like, "Who the hell are you?" He's all, "I'm Boba Fett." No, you're dead. Boba Fett's dead. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, I need your help." Here's my notes. He asked and, for help getting his ship back. The, the yeah. fire spray, formerly yeah. known as Slave One. That's right. And she's like, so I'm worth more alive than I am dead. And he said, yes. And then right. Boba Fett says he has no interest in money. Right. Hey, just pause real quick, guys. So look, uh, here's 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 a breakfast platter. Here's some tater tots. Okay. Done. So that's what okay. you had in the air fryer. That yeah. looks delicious. Even with the right. turkey bacon. Yeah. Whatever, hater. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, Boba Fett comes out and says he has no interest in money, where I believe pretty much that was his main driving point in the original trilogy. Well, he also points out that he has more than enough money. Being the uh, the most successful bounty hunter... I'm sure he saved up quite a stockpile. So his new goal is something else. And and I think that, I think we're, look, he talks about ruling with respect and becoming a crime lord. I think we're seeing him work towards some other goal. I, I could be wrong on this, but I, th- I think we're going to be, we're going to get a reveal in these next couple of episodes well, where we find out he's been working towards some other goal than just being the crime lord of Mos Espa on Tatooine. That seems we were, to be a pretty low bar. Yeah, we were both way off on the whole uniting of the Tuscan clans. I we mean, were. I guess that could still happen, but likelihood seems to have been annihilated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's possible. I, I still think they played a lot into that whole Tatooine used to be a water world kind of thing. So I... I still think right. that whatever that is will play a, a point. Um, and they, 
play a point with with the Tuscans, but I don't know. We'll see. So, the, Fennec agrees. She's like, okay, if I do this, go on for the ride, right? If I, well, not yet. She says, if I do this, my debt's paid, and I and I can leave. And he's like, sure, go for it. Yeah. So we get we get to the point where they break into Jabba's palace. Mm, and the Fortuna's palace, not Jabba's palace. Right. Well, but you know what? They referred to it as Jabba's palace. Mm-hmm. Um so we we get we we find out that uh General Grievous was probably a chef before he worked Could have for been a chef before, if he huh? went a different route. Right, but his original I th- I think his original intention might have been chef and then uh Dooku or Palpatine was like, no, we're going to soup this one up. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> like, I don't know I all the lore. You, I know the I lore. I totally would buy one of these and put them in my kitchen, by the way. Um, home defense and, and cooking. I mean, it wasn't good home defense and he's got a huge, huge weakness, but does it have a remote control? I mean, I, I can't imagine Alexa can't control it. Okay. I also want a remote control as a failsafe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, this this was kind of cool and kind of corny. So he's so he's breaking in. And he's trying to get to his ship, and he has to go through the kitchen. And we get this guy rolling all his knives around. Um. I wonder if I wonder if anyone has done a gif with this guy having lightsabers. Trying to find memes on this stuff is proving very difficult, and I don't know why. Maybe I, maybe that just means I have to make it, but I'm no good yeah, at that. Yeah, maybe you create a meme. Uh, so let's see. So he, he goes in there, and he's able to get his ship. The one, one Another thing that I thought was weird was uh, this part right here. Where he's like, asked, where he asked the little droid, do you know who I am? I'm Boba Fett. I'm like, what is why this would the rat? <laughs> why would the little rat catcher bot know who you are? Yeah. yeah. I, I, that whole scene could have been scrapped. Yeah. Like, why did you put like, more content into the actual, into the actual show? So we finally had a gunfight. That was kind of awesome. Yeah. When, when they got into the ship. Um... And and we saw Fennec being a badass with that with that shot to open the garage. <laughs> the garage, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Um so that Fennec was cool. Bad. And then the first thing he does is the coldest thing Boba Fett has done. I mean, now now I get it's revenge, but it also just felt cold because of the way he did it. <laughs> like, like when he shredded the speeder biker gang. Oh, well, he blames them for murdering. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. No, I totally understand. <laughs> reasoning, but like the way just the complete utter annihilation of these guys was. Yeah. Gunning him down and destroying him was awesome. Something that I've been waiting to see from Boba Fett this whole time. Like this, this was just fucking cold. This was like, like, I mean, I, I don't blame him, uh, but th- this was evil the way that he did it. 
I don't know that it was evil, but it was definitely revenge, and it was cold it was, revenge. It was also the true Bubba Fett that we know. Like that's something Bubba Fett. Yeah, that yeah. So that was awesome. And then he does this thing, and there's been a lot of people complaining about this, where he goes back to the Sarlacc pit to get his armor. I I think they're wrong. Like they're saying, well, he climbed out of the pit with his armor. How come he doesn't remember? And I'm like, the guy, who knows? Like, I'm willing to accept the fact that he was barely. I mean, obviously, he barely got out alive because he 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 couldn't defend himself from some Jawas. Yeah, yeah. Who took his armor, and so he was obviously out of it. Did they say how long? Did they say how long he was in the pit? They've never oh, really said, said it, but. He just said years. Because I think we just recently found out he spent four years with the Tuscan tribe. Yeah. At least that's what I've heard. Actually said. I don't know if he ever said. I think I heard somewhere that they said it's four years. The people who did the show. Um. Which is a nice thing to know. Um. So he goes in the Sarlacc pit and he ends up killing the. Killing the pit, what killing the Sarlacc pit? Which I don't know why he just didn't do that from the beginning. Why he f- had to fly the ship in there instead of just I, blast the shit out of it? Yeah, I I question that too because I mean that's but maybe he was worried about damaging his armor. I mean, Beskar's strong, but Beskar so, might not last up to you know heavy blaster bolts. Well, okay, oh, oh, okay, uh, but it, it holds up to the acid in the pit. I don't know. Um, also, I well, thought it can hold up to a lightsaber. So, you know, I think it can hold up to to the acid. But what kind of damage would you do to something with with, you know, blaster cannons on a ship? Right. So I forget what they call those mines that um, sonic mines. Yeah, the sonic mine. So they end up dropping that in the pit to kill it, which I mean, that probably would have annihilated his armor if we're worried about blaster shots. Well, if you'll remember, he didn't drop it. Fennec did. Oh, Fennec right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. There, there were... Fennec should have asked that. That that would have made this better. If Fennec <laughs> asked, well, why don't we just kill it before he started flying in? You know that that would have yeah. that would have made this that would have made that whole situation more believable, for lack of a better word. Um. So, anyways, he, he he ends up blowing this thing up, which is uh, or she ends up blowing it up, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the Sarlacc pit is dead. This one is. I'm sure there's more than this one. This one is. But there's probably more of them. But this is the great Sarlacc of of Tatooine. Right. So he climbs down there, finds his armor's not in there, as we all knew, and yeah. then I believe that's pretty much the end of the flashback. And we are back to current day. And the next major part is, um, I forget why. Why did he go to the cantina? Um, I can't remember why. Because he, he, he got out of his his chamber to hire, I can't to hire the to hire the Wookiee. No, oh, yeah, to hire the Wookiee mm-hmm. and to show that he was still around, yeah, to make the to show, show that you know he was that Boba he needed to show his face, yeah. Okay, even Fennec said, was like, Are you sure that's a good idea? And he's like, I need to show my face, so, right? So, we get this. I took a screenshot of her. 
because she says something. Um, she says Tatooine is now more civilized. Um, is a more civilized place in a more civilized time. So they're 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 trying to remove. Um, they're trying to remove more of the grit from Tatooine. I feel now by saying something like that. Now I get it. This guy was like a gladiator of some sort before his bounty hunter days. Um, I just found this an interesting statement to be made. Well, Doing some I, and I mentioned this to my wife when, when we were watching it. So in A New Hope, when, they, when Luke Skywalker is asked about Tatooine, he says, if there's a bright shining spot in the universe... Tatooine is the planet that is furthest from it. Mm -hmm. However, it looks like Tatooine is way more important than Coruscant, who we a lot of people live there, but we don't see a lot going on there. That's another conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, because what I'm just going to ask this question, and I don't want an answer. We can think about it and maybe have a conversation about this later. As far as the no, whole, I have an answer as soon as you ask. As far ahead. as the whole Disney. <laughs> TV Star Wars approach that they've taken so far. Uh, that could be a good conversation for next week. So we've spent a lot of time in these Star Wars TV shows on deserts. Yeah. So something to think about. Why? Um. Anyways, so I have another question about this scene. Why is... The uh, oh my god, how do I freaking say it? Why is the cantina paying tribute to Boba Fett? Just like Las Vegas in the 60s. So Boba Fett doesn't return any sort of services. Well, in theory, he run he protects them from the seedier, more problematic issues. That could happen. Not concerned about someone ripping the arm off of a patron. Well, I'm sure they're concerned about someone ripping the arm off a patron. But, it, you know, if you do business with Wookiees, that's going to be a problem you're going to have. I'm sure they have an insurance policy. But he just, he just watched it happen. I mean, I don't know. Who I mean... <laughs> So, Look, so you're asking why they're paying tribute to Boba Fett if he's just going to stand there and let a Wookiee rip someone's arm off. Yeah. I mean, personally, I don't think it should be his direct job of stepping in. Right. Uh, but I don't know who else would have. I don't know who else he would have charged with that. I mean, he, it's not like he's got a big team anyways. Um, right. Except for his mod, his group of uh, colorful mods. But had, yeah. he, had he had no interest in, what is this Wookiee called? Chris Stan? Chris Chris Black Kristan. Yeah. I mean, only, art only did. articles call him Black Kristan. It's in the show they just refer to him as Kristan. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, he'd already been on one end of a fight with this guy. I mean, you saw what you know he did to Boba Fett before. Honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't gotten his way. Let the Wookiee win. He could have shot him. He could have shot him right in the back of the head. He had his gun. It's possible, but but I, I mean I get it. He wanted to hire him. I I just thought that I don't know more more stuff that just didn't quite click. But so he 
he hires this guy, but and then and then we go into the final thing, which is the meeting of the families. Is that what we're calling them? Yeah. The Godfather scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he bring he brings the major crime lords as well. Uh, crime bosses, crime, crime bosses, bo- crime bosses. Him. But yet they're they're yeah, on the same level. They're on the same level as him because he said, "I don't expect a tribute from you, nor do I expect to give one to you." So they're all on the same level. If that's the case, uh, I mean, they pay tribute to Jabba, so no, they're not on the same level. But, but no, like I said, we don't know specific- what Boba Fett's end game is, right? So it, it's hard to know what he's playing at. Right. So, but in this specific meeting, he says that he doesn't expect a tribute for them, nor does he expect to give them tribute. So they're all on the same level at this meeting, except for the fact that they're sitting on top of his uh, rancor, rancor pit. pit. Yeah, that was funny. Uh, so there, there's another part on this that like, like, so like he's all like, hey, look, you guys help me out with the pikes. I'll keep on and call them pikers. But that's a different movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's like, you, "You guys want to help me out with the pikes?" And they're like, "No, they only want your land." And then he's like, "Okay, well, uh, how about none of you betray me, and we just keep and you guys stay neutral?" And they all agree. We know somebody's gonna the 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 guy sitting right here <coughs> kind of reminds me of like a Sharpay or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's definitely he's, gonna betray him, right? Because he, he's the he's the one who said <laughs> the most different thing. He said, "I abide." Yeah, which was also more like the rest of them said, "I agree" or like this will work. And then he says, "I abide," which means more of like, "I'm willing to follow your directions." Um. Anyways, uh, one thing was. At the very first episode, we brought this up last episode. This gentleman here, uh, I don't know what they're called, but the language was, according to the subtitles, was Aquaish. Aquaish. And so this guy talked, and this droid was able to translate for him this time, whereas in the uh, first episode, he wasn't. I was, I was not here for that conversation. <laughs> um, uh-huh. So... Boba Fett in that first episode says we really need a protocol droid because you need a protocol droid. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like 3PO is able to, he knows 3 million forms of communication and dialects. Yeah. This droid is actually a repair droid, I believe. So yeah, that's the first time you ever see this droid. At least the first time I can remember is um, the return of the Jedi. And he's on the barge, like tormenting, yeah, he's Robots. a torture droid. Yeah. yeah. But now he's now he's uh translating things after they made well, that I mean, joke. I was I, mean, I was hoping we were gonna get a protocol droid as well. I mean, please, more droids. I, I would like to see a protocol droid introduced. I don't know why they didn't have show him getting one or just have one show up. They don't even have to show him buying it. But yeah. uh, but I do agree. But also I can tell you, I mean. He's a droid. So how hard is it to get him an upgrade that where he knows, right? you know, and I, Transdotion, Aqualit, Sharpay, dude, and uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know any of the other aliens in this picture. Gamorrean. Um, 
because that's what he did in, in episode three is he <laughs> translate for them now. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, and I mentioned that last week, I was like, you know, maybe they put some sort of protocol chip in him or something. Right, sure. right. Well, it, okay. So if you've ever seen, there's a movie out there called Thank You for Smoking. I and love that it, movie. Aaron Eckert they're making is a, They're making a movie that's set in space, but they want people to smoke in the mm-hmm. movie. Right. So they're like, well, yeah, but wouldn't that be dangerous with the oxygen and cause an explosion? And they said, yeah, but we'll just we'll just throw in a line of, you know, well, thank God we have the thing converter so that we can smoke in space. And I, I believe that's what it is. You know, thank God right. we have this droid. He can now translate and, you know, just just don't question it and move on. But they didn't say that they didn't they didn't do that. They didn't address well, the droid did. being able to all of a sudden translate. When? They said the protocol droid. And then now this guy can be a protocol droid. So maybe they oh. bought a protocol unit and stuck in him. I but don't that's know. Not, that's not the same. That's not the here's same the, because when you hear protocol droid, you think of a droid that looks like C-3PO. It doesn't matter. Do you want them to put in an episode where Boba Fett goes to the mall and goes to different protocol droid shops and, you know, kicks the tires on a couple, couple of different models and, you know, no, I think in episode, no, I think in episode of, two, you've got him. I think in episode two, you've got or episode two or three or whatever, you've got all of a sudden uh, Boba's on the throne. And you just got a protocol droid standing next to him that might not even be needed. He's just, it's just there. See, I would have never made, I would have never put in the line about, we need to put protocol droid. I mean, it was, it wasn't particularly necessary. Just, no. just assume this guy's a protocol droid. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's kind of what I was expecting when I was first watching it. It's like, Oh, maybe this not looking, not C3PO looking, Thing is going to say you know translate for them but anyways that was that, that was just weird and then they wrap up the episode so this all everyone agrees whatever uh they talk about needing more muscle and fennec's all like well you can get muscle if you know where to you can pay for muscle if you know where to find it and they play the mandalorian theme at the very they end did. you were correct they did play the do 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 the gorn song. yep so we know what we're getting next episode. <coughs> um, maybe, maybe not. We don't know. Possible. Well, okay, fair enough. Do you think Homeboy would have been able to keep that under wraps? Probably. What's his damn name? Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pedro Pascal doesn't even need to know about it. He doesn't take he- his helmet off. Right, fair enough. His stunt guy didn't, didn't, didn't need his voice though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so he needed to record the lines. Yeah. I mean, hell, Fennec Shand, the uh, the the actress that plays her, didn't even know she was in gonna be in Book of Boba Fett until they oh. they started filming it, and then they told her, "Oh, this is a different show we're filming here." Okay. So did you guys see the clip? Of the guy playing Boba Fett saying, talking some ish. Well, he, he, was, he uh, well, I mean, he wasn't really talking shit, but like he was, he was saying about how he felt like he should have had less lines. He's like, he realized, I'm yeah, to be more he, mysterious. Yeah, dur- during the filming, he kept wanting to give his lines away to Finnick Shane and have her be his, the voice of Boba Fett more than him. I mean, I, I look, I, the mystery of, of it and all, I understand. But it's called the Book of Boba Fett. I'm right. not the Book of Fennec Shand. 
He's the main character. He's going to talk. Fair enough. You're absolutely right. Um, but I think <laughs> if they had better writers, they could have pulled it off. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I, I I have no issue with the writing. Um, my, my issues are with the pacing and the plot points. Not necessarily the way that... I mean, the way everything's written... It's organic and it feels right for what they've written. Um, I just some of it I don't think they should have written. This scene served no purpose to me. No, no, the pacing's been terrible. Like the whole five minutes we spent on him building his shaft, his stick thing. Like I like that. Yeah, no, I I, I felt that they could have added more to the story. That was that was just whatever. I think they ran out of shit to say, and they put that in there. Um. Yeah. It's possible. But yeah, this once this again, meeting was we'll pointless. See. Huh? We'll see. Once we get to the end of the series, it, it, much like with uh, Mandalorian, there are things that happened in Mandalorian where I was like, I don't I don't understand this. This makes no sense to me in a narrative fashion. And mm-hmm. then you get to that final that final it point where everything pulls in together and you're like, okay, that's why they did this. Yeah, so we're four episodes in, which is halfway? Is seven or eight? I I think so. I think there's three more episodes, so I think there's seven. So we should start tying some loose knots here. Tying up some loose ends. Um, We'll see. Sorry, I am here, guys. I've just been... Oh, no worries. No worries. You're eating. No one wants to hear (laughs) that. Nonsense. I don't want you guys anyway. <laughs> I'm eating too, but yeah, Chris, you're the only one not eating right now. I ate before yeah. the show started. Well, he, I would have offered some food, but then he started, you know, bagging on my turkey bacon. So I was like, well, then yeah. now you are, you are denied of my food. You're probably a little far from my location, anyways. I would have, for you, Chris, I would have made the journey. <laughs> Aww. So, <laughs> so that's Boba Fett. And that is pretty much our episode. So why don't you guys tell us what you got going on next week? Steve, start us off. Or we'll let Avery start us off because Steve's chewing. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, let's see. So next week, actually, I'll start for Sunday. So tomorrow is my gender reveal party. So I'm having that. So that will kick off. Yeah, that will kick off the week. Very nice. Um, and then after that, what am I going to be watching and doing? Um, to clarify, so I, not your gen, not your gender reveal party, but your baby's <laughs> gender reveal party, right? No, no, it's it's mine. It's definitely my gender reveal party. I'm, I'm yeah. If you oh, didn't yeah. know, I don't know. I don't know what I am yet. <laughs> no, yes, yeah, for my baby's gender reveal. So that's tomorrow, and then during the week, I'll probably um, catch up on some Peacemaker. And probably, I keep saying I'm going to get into playing Mass Effect, and I have not done that. So I'm going to try this week to start playing Mass Effect. You've been a busy man. I have been a very busy man. <coughs> getting, getting prepped for that daddy life, you know? Yeah. What about you, Steven? Um, we'll probably watch Ozark over the week. Um, you know, unless we show. burn through it in the next two days, um, which, you know, being home for the last three weeks, I, we might we might want to leave and go out and do other things. At least yeah, see like we need to hang out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Ozark. Um, as far as gaming, 
Um, I don't have anything on my list. Probably some more Outer Worlds. Um, and that's probably that's probably it for me. I mean, uh, the, I don't think there are any big movies coming out this week. <coughs> um, you'd mentioned The Kingsman. So maybe trying to go see that. I might do that this afternoon. Or what was evening. that? I might do that this afternoon or evening. I've got to do it. And if I don't just go and do it now, I, it won't happen. It, this weekend. Let, look up times and let me and Kathy know. Okay. Uh, message me and I'll see. We'll see. Um, okay. I don't know what her plan is for the day. You know, if she wants to veg on the couch 100% okay. or if she wants to go out and, and maybe do something. So okay. I'm still coughing a little bit. <clears throat> I'm negative, um, but, you know. I ain't worried. Well, it's more of just, you know, when I go see a movie and someone's sitting behind me coughing, it irritates me. So it's more me being polite than me thinking I might spread anything. I think it's going to be pretty empty. Well, I mean, it's been, it's been out. It's been out for over a month. Has it? Yeah. Okay. Then I won't. Then then they deserve to put up with my coughing. Yeah, I don't. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if we were the only ones in there. Um, and then. Yeah, I don't even I don't even know what else is out. But yeah, I'll look I'll look up time so we can go do that. Uh so for me this week, I will be watching Boba Fett and probably the next episode of Peacemaker. Um yeah, I'm gonna true. I'm 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 gonna be playing more near Automata and Witcher 2. Um and then I'm I, I got I got the steel book of Gladiator this last week, so I might watch that. You've been picking up all those steel books. I have let's see. I only have a few more days until yeah, so a week from this Tuesday I shall be receiving my Ghostbusters Afterlife Steel Book. And then February twenty sixth, I get my Spider Man one. And then also, I think the same day I get my Green Mile Steel book. Oh wow! So yeah, I'm I'm bulking up my physical collection. Yeah, so, yeah. I see all my physical collections all in boxes in a closet. I haven't pulled out a, a an actual physical media in. Yeah, and in, in a. In probably a few months, I'll have to figure out what I'm going to do for organization. Because right now, they all just fit in my badass coffee table. But yeah, that eventually will be outgrown. But yeah, so episode 10, guys. We've done it. We've done 10 episodes. I think that's pretty damn rad. Uh, looking forward to 10 more. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll have to plan something for the 25th episode. Definitely. Yeah, we'll but that's for the 25th and also plan something when we get over a thousand subscribers. Oh, yeah, yeah well, that's that's a, that's a bit of a ways. I'll I'll do I'll do something for 50 subscribers shit. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. Thanks for watching the good, the bad, and the nerdy, and uh keep it nerdy. Like and subscribe. Yes, like and subscribe. Thanks for watching.